0: Welcome everybody to The Other Sagas. My name is Eleanor DiLorenzo and with me today I have Sydney, Emanuel, and Anne Richmond. And we're talking about hypothermia. Well, I feel
1: like we're gonna okay. fight. Fight, yep.
0: fight, fight, This is fight. like a, fight.
1: a wrestling. No, this is like a wrestling yeah, I feel like I should be in like, one corner
2: we have. Who's the heel? Ellie. Ellie's the announcer. One of us has to be the hero. She I feel like it's hero. you, and then I'll just be the rampant asshole. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. And one corner we
1: have Sydney, Sydney. Emanuel, and
2: then the other Anne Richmond. Richmond. Um,
0: I wonder. Boo! No, <laughs> I think that would be that would be a lot of fun to spend money on, like uh, gamble. I've uh, I've been missing gambling <laughs> lately.
2: Um, wow, that came out of left field. No, but I think don't you? Isn't that the... Do people park? Is it always that you bet on wrestling matches? I think you do, right? Sydney, you know everything. Uh, I, wrestling is not my, my specialty. I mean, you, you can bet on anything. You Anything could be gambling, Yeah, right? Yeah, Ellie, if you miss it that much, you could be doing it this whole time. Okay. Um, I bet...
0: <laughs> okay, here's my bet. I think... Uh-oh. Given you guys' history playing this game I think okay here's my bet and here's my observation and I then I will be followed with my bet my observation is that you two have gotten a little bit more reckless with your uh, bass gaming even though you did get a like a big ass punch in the face with the first characters and so you've been better now Mm -hmm. but I do have a sense that you guys will be like no Ellie won't kill us twice and so my bet is that one of you will die
1: who were you betting against? Who were you gonna, uh, And I bet $50. Oh, $50. I like <laughs> to that bet, baby. Like
0: what's the bet against? Uh, that's true. Actually, this doesn't make any sense. Okay, maybe I'll bet with my listeners. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Ellie, but they they're, they're
2: no. not here, honey. I mean, it's just <laughs> okay. us chickens. Wait, do we not understand gambling because if you had bet <laughs> that I uh, that that one of us would die and then one of us just yolo'd our character off a cliff, you would still be the one that got $50 but only if one of us bet you that we would both survive that's how gambling works that's how it works you're welcome internet thank you you, you, sorry yeah and that was for (laughs) everyone else and not for me because I knew (laughs) and I wasn't just trying to make sure that I understood gambling I've only gambled one time and it went very badly very quickly and I would never do it again
0: well is gambling also considered when you do these tests or, like, you injure yourself because you don't want to be, like, a weak pussy or whatever? Like, you know, you would use an eraser on your hand and, and like, burn your... Okay. What are you, you talking apparently about? You did not do this. Based on your That's faces, you did not do this as a How child. How would that be okay, gambling? Cool.
2: <laughs> what? That's self-harm. <laughs> no, no.
0: Okay, cool. I had to do that because otherwise... Okay, I was bullied.
2: You were great. <laughs> well. I all right. love that um, Ellie is just recognizing her fucking trauma right now. She's like, I was bullied. I guess that's the truth of my existence. Now that I think about it, I wasn't gambling. It was threats.
0: It was threats. My my brother did it to me all the time. He was like, if you don't like pick the cherry, like if you don't take apples from the neighbors, I'm gonna Oh God, here we th-
2: fucking go again oh, yeah. these goddamn oh, yeah. apple thieves. <laughs> god um okay this old chestnut this old chestnut dude yeah um
0: i don't know if sydney knows this but in sweden all kids steal apples that can't be it's right a- it's like a real thing and no one believed me when i told people it the first time <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh it's uh it's like even a board game called like take apples it's the actual like direct translation of it like it's called take apples and and then on the picture of the board game, it's little children who, like, looks like Dennis the Menace <laughs> and then an old man in the background whose apples are being stolen. and he's just like, because Fuck you kids. everybody has
1: apple trees? So, like, boring, like, bored kids in Sweden are like, what to do today? Let's go
2: steal some apples. Are, are you talking about apples to apples and you just remember it wrong? No, 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 or no. are you? No, 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 no. I, I, I have played
0: apples to apples. It's the one that you, it's like, Hu- cards against humanity or something yeah yeah but kind of it's children. like
2: comparing things
0: uh um, nope this is actual going into someone's lawn and taking their <laughs> no, shit no and you misheard her. it's take Runway. apples come on you know that one <laughs> well,
2: you know the seminal classic it's just as big as monopoly in some circles
0: <laughs> well okay
2: that was move my... over ticket to ride <laughs> it's time to take apples <laughs> This Gen Con, no, I just played a restored <laughs> classic ticket from Sweden. I just
0: played that for the first time. It's so fun.
2: It is so fun. I have
0: not There's played a reason ticket it's to an
2: evergreen.
0: Okay, so what's Ticket to Ride about?
2: Oh, Ellie, you'd love it. It's about trains.
0: Like, <gasps> choo-choo.
2: Choo-choo. No choo-choo. She actually <laughs> did it right that time. She did it right. Choo-choo. I know. That's why I'm laughing. So Ticket to Ride is a board game about building a... Uh, Building a, a, a railroad line like across the United States. I think there might be different games with different maps in different countries yeah, and stuff. Yeah,
1: I. What? Actually, and you get points amazing. for like
2: connecting different the ports. The European and things like one that. is apparently
1: like better than the original because the map is more balanced. It's like a more versatile mm. map that you would yeah. use better. It's, they just improved on the original. But Ellie, it's fun because it's all of Europe and like even more. I think like maybe some of like Russia, maybe, but. Basically, like, you get destinations and the goal is to complete your train line to certain destinations. And the harder and longer that the destinations are, the more points. So, like, it would ask you to do, like, Stockholm to London. And you have to figure out how to make your train take your passengers from Stockholm to London. But meanwhile, all the other players are also. So, it's like Catan. Everybody is building and, like, cutting each other off and stuff.
0: (gasps) It's really fun. You yeah. should play it. The problem with Catan and... Oh, I would love to play this. But uh, the problem with, I think, with these types of games... And it's the sa- same thing with, like, Civilization and all these sort of vir- virtual board games as well, is that if you get a shitty starting point, uh, it's really hard to bounce back from. Um, but I, I mm-hmm. really want to try this, though. I- I'll buy the European one. I'll go and see if they You sell should.
2: It. It's, it's, like, honestly, people... It's one of the, like... Must have. Everybody has it on their shelves. Games. So I don't have it because I'm a poser. I'm a fake nerd. Oh. Uh But, uh but like it's it's very very lauded. So it's it's worth the price of admission. I so have it, Ellie. So, so you don't have to it buy it. We'll when it. you're back, we can just play it.
0: All of us, and you can play too. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna buy. <laughs> I'm I'm the opposite of Anne. I don't I don't buy things. I, I I'm a
2: materialist. Have, I'm a maximalist. Yep. I'm a um, <laughs> I I hate storing. Anything. Well, you guys should come over because I have my like crazy nice game table. Ooh. Oh, you're right. And you we have that have... wormwood thing. Oh, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of wood,
0: <coughs> penises. <laughs> we <laughs> wouldn't be our pod if it wasn't penis talk. Nope, we're gonna. Welcome to the pean <sighs> pod. We're gonna talk about. So, we, so... We, we actually started before we started recording. Uh, we started talking about hypothermia because last, mm-hmm. last week, fucking. Sydney failed a force check and nearly died and you saw something that made you feel good inside. Also, right? it was a
1: really hard check. Uh so it, I like lost I failed one time and then it was like and you're on the brink of death. Ellie um, loves those though. But yeah, I know it's a little surprise like <laughs> mm. oops, you made a mistake and good luck coming back from this one. But uh yeah. I saw a figure, I think it was a woman in like a blue coat and they were like join my realm or like cross over my realm and then suddenly Vanessa was like really at peace with dying and was taking off her gloves and was like all right actually I feel kind of really nice." Warm. yeah <laughs> she like had nice memories about Christmas time and she was ready to go but then Mary pulled her back to reality and you were
0: nearly eating your hand oh right yeah 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 so but but then Ilya we led the way and Vlada found you as mm-hmm. well to, to get both of you back to the inn and uh, it dawned on you both that you are stuck in the middle of nowhere, probably going to be very late to this party that you were hoping to go to I have a feeling this is the a-
2: real party is in this horrible house in the middle of nowhere oh really
0: well, oh, I don't think how? so at all my bet <laughs> $50 that you're Ellie's wrong. Covering her mouth actually
2: just kidding. again she's mouth. covered her mouth again she's hiding I'll a I'll never smile. take that bet god you tell. <laughs> Um, this is the worst tell. I know. I need to never record on video again. Um, <laughs> then it's even worse. It just, every time you lie to us, you turn your video off and then turn <laughs> it back on. What's wrong? I have connection issues. Um. So <laughs> just she turn it, it off.
1: off. She's such.
2: You're such a little brat, Ellie. <laughs> um.
0: Okay. I love you. We we're back, and. The, the thing what you notice when you step into this inn is that it's like an onslaught of the opposite from outside. Like, the, the the there's a blizzard raging outside, but as soon as you walk in, it's extremely cozy. There's like this wall of warm air and fresh smell of tasty food. And uh, you don't have to roll in uh, empathy or observation to realize that this is the reality. This is not just some fake, fake snow monster reality that's trying to... Uh, Manipulated into thinking something else. And as you're smelling this great food, you realize that you haven't eaten in hours. And inside there's a huge dining room with maybe seven or eight other patrons. And to the left, Vilma, the the lady, the fair lady. Uh, She's already being tended to by a waitress and is drinking something hot from a mug. Um, and inside this dining room there's also a brick stove with a fireplace and a huge bearskin in front of front of it. Um, and there's also an open wooden staircase that leads to the second floor. And to the other side, there's another door that leads to the staff quarters. Um, I'd like to think that the two of you are completely covered in white icy snow and you look really dumb. A tall, broad-shouldered man approaches you. Welcome to Tamsalu Inn! My name is Axel, and I'm the innkeeper. I heard from Miss Avsint, and he points to Velma. Velma, not Vilma. <laughs> Whatever. That that you were in a terrible accident, so please come in and warm yourself up. Here, Imre, please. And a young man with charming eyes, he walks up to you and takes takes all your coats, and before you know it, the two of you and Vlada, you're all sitting by the fire with a warm cup of mulled wine in your hands. And you notice a long-haired, o- gray, old cat jumps down from one of the seats and moves out of the room.
2: Well, uh, we, we should try to f- figure out what our transportation away from this place will be uh, once we are done. And, and if there's, in fact, room for us here, I suppose. And, and you, Vanessa, come come by the fire and she uh, sort of sets, sets you up with, with Vlada and starts, like, trying to assess the any lasting um, damage or anything that has gone on.
1: Uh, I'm I am okay, Mary. Okay. Thank you, thank you. I'm much, much warmer now. This innkeeper seems to be friendly. Perhaps they have room for us. I do not foresee being able to travel through this storm day or night without being able to see the road before us. The markers are gone off the roads, it's far too dangerous. Perhaps our best option is to simply wait it out. Uh,
2: what a dreadful inconvenience. Uh, Gasson, um, <laughs> she <laughs> moves on over towards the uh, innkeeper and says, hey, Hello. Uh, good day to you. I am Barry Smythe of the Royal Shakespeare Academy. Uh, nope. Theater. troupe. It's fine. Moving on. The cold has addled me greatly. Uh, uh, listen, we, we were on the road and we, we, were, well, we were run off the road by the storm and now we're here and... Well, I suppose I could prevail upon you for some kindness and, of course, accommodations.
0: Absolutely! You are welcome to stay from here for as long as you want. Of course, if you want to stay longer than the storm lasts, I might have to eventually ask you for some sort of payment, but... For now, of course, I I, I would not want you, either of you to go out into this storm. You would you would certainly freeze to death. There's been plenty of accidents um, around here, and he suddenly he strikes you suddenly as a little sad when he says that. But does this sort of thing happen often? The, the gentleman over there, and he points to other patrons, uh, to young men. Uh, pretty handsome they uh, they mentioned that they had been investigating some sort of some sort of accident that happened a couple of weeks ago and um and i also feel like this this cold it's been it's been brutal and we've had a really hard time warming up our uh, this house but i think uh the three of you yes the three of you could definitely find a, a com- accommodation up there if you would if you would want that
2: Indeed, we, we certainly would like a, a base of operations while we wait out the storm. Uh, you said there was some sort of accident and, and those gentlemen there, they, they are investigating. Interest. I shall return. Hello, gentlemen. And she sort of makes her way over to the other side of the room uh, and beckons Vanessa over. Uh, and she says, good day. Uh, gentlemen, uh, I'm Mary Smythe of the Royal Shakespeare Theatre. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of me. Really, Miss Smythe, was it? Oh yes. You—you huh. <laughs> you are too kind to recognize me. Of course, she says this after having been like I'm sure you recognize me, uh, <laughs> but she accepts any and all accolades at all times. Uh, and she sort of extends a hand to greet them both. And she says, I am something of a, of a fan of mystery. And I hear you are uh, uh, running some sort of investigation.
0: Mm, indeed. And he, and he looks at you for a second, observing you. My name is Samuel Campbell, and this is my brother, Daniel Campbell. And you notice that Samuel has a bunch of books in front of him that's parent, like on paranormal mm. stuff. And you instantly recognize that. Um, and Dan- But Daniel seems like he's a little bit more reserved, so Samuel is the one who's talking. I am the younger brother, uh, and we are, yes, we are investigators of, uh, of the unexplained deaths. And uh, there was a recent one uh, that we investigated. Nothing more than that, really. And now we're just riding out the storm, because it's, qu- it's quite gnarly out there, right? you said
1: that you were investigating and found nothing you are professional investigators i take it
0: oh did i say we found nothing we found plenty i'm just not sure that i mean no offense ladies but you just walked in here 30 minutes ago covered in snow on the brink of dying and I frankly feel a little bit taken aback. Roll manipulation with, like, minus two. <laughs> oh.
2: Damn it! Here we go again, Sid. Oh,
1: that's... Oh my god, three successes. I think Never. Vanessa is, like... I think Vanessa, you know, she did come in, like, on the brink of death, but she does have her strength back, and I think maybe she's just coming on, like, quite strong and maybe yeah. they're just surprised by it and like it an amu- could be successes. amusing it could be like this
0: weird nun okay but. well um oh well, i mean i suppose i don't have anything better to do um oh so you are friends of constantine as well then i take it is that where yes you, we were,
2: you were we were headed We were headed this way, of course, uh, to go to his uh, gathering. And we are so sad to not be able to make it uh, along the way in a timely fashion. But perhaps we can be of help to you. Ah, of course, of course. Um, He glances towards
0: Axel, the innkeeper, and he's like, "Um, perhaps we should lower our voices a little bit for the ones who might not be um, as well versed as some of us, when it comes to certain matters. Um, would you like to retire upstairs to a private room? I'm sure we could arrange it. They both look at each other, because that would be incredibly inappropriate. Um, I, um, and he starts blushing, and Daniel's like, I th- um, my lady, I think it would be proper if we stay here, but we can lower our voices, perhaps. You'll have to... And they both start blushing. Yeah, more. She says... They look at the nun, (laughs) and they're like...
1: "Um, I did not suggest this. I I did not
2: say that. You'll have to pardon the already tarnished reputation of an actress, you see. Treading the boards already makes you susceptible to all sorts of common conversation and assumptions about one's character. Uh, But... uh, Surely, if you are offended, please understand that I meant nothing by it except the privacy that would afford us to truly engage one another in stimulating conversation. And of course, she says stimulating in a way to make them even more uh, uncomfortable, but not in an actually flirtatious way. He drops his fork. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Well... And he looks around making sure that no one is eavesdropping. So, I don't know if you know how much exposed you've been to certain things, but the two of us were ghost hunters. We <laughs> recently investigated several mysterious deaths between Jamburg and Narva. Mm-hmm. Multiple people had been killed in strange accidents where the carriages had run off the road. And one poor soul survived long enough to tell us that he had seen a woman in white on the road just before he lost control of the horses. Now, I'm sure you know that white ladies, they come in many forms. They are usually the revenant. ...of a woman who was betrayed and murdered, or who died a violent death by her own hand because of unrequited love. But we did some investigations, speaking with the locals, you know, our due diligence, and we realized that... ...it could be the revenant of a woman who was murdered by a, her own groom on the way home from a wedding. She has haunted the roads around the village ever since, mad with grief and revenge. We searched the woods, and eventually we found her body in a clearing. She was still wearing her wedding dress, with her head tilted in an unnatural angle. But then suddenly, we could see her in front of us. I don't know if you know this, but restless spirits, they are violent, and she slammed Daniel here into a tree with such force that it knocked him senseless. Daniel shows you a bruise on his Mm -hmm. uh, upper upper hand but that was the last time she exacted her revenge and her ghost turned to dust before our eyes so we believe that we solved it is
2: what I'm saying do you think uh, this revenant would have any control? Things like storms and weather.
0: Oh no no. No, this is just I suppose this is just an extraordinarily cold winter even for this area. They do have brutal winters, but this one seemed particularly cold and I just think it's he it sounds like a climate change skeptic. It's like it's just yeah. the sun. Spots. Sunspots. No. <laughs> da- Daniel is it? Done. Oh, uh, the the brother who is More quiet speaks up, yes. Do you know anything about a lady in blue? Lady in blue? Like a ghost or a haunted spirit. That is what
1: I am asking you. Perhaps there is reoccurrences of this type of phantasma, but it might not be a ghost. Have you had experience outside of just ghosts?
0: And she looks at Samuel. Samuel. I am we've uh, mostly encountered ghosts. That's what we, and you see that his books are mostly on, on haunted spirits, but, but tell me, why do you ask? I would love to know. During the storm, When
1: our carriage got into the accident I was lost in the blizzard and it felt abnormal. I could not see or hear anyone around me despite being not far from Mary when we fell. But then I saw a woman something not human perhaps but they called out to me and they wanted me to come to them or to where they were I can't quite understand but I felt like I should I felt suddenly at peace and warm no longer afraid no longer lost there has been multiple times in my life where I have felt the little hairs on my neck stand straight it is an indication of something different and I felt that in this moment despite Feeling at peace, I felt something was unnatural. And then, as quickly as I heard it, I felt Mary pull me aside, and we found the inn. And it, like a
0: dream when you wake up, it sort of disappeared. <laughs> Morozko, you hear from behind you, a woman sitting by the fire, knitting. It's one of the other patrons who've been clearly eavesdropping. She is wearing a traditional Votic costume, which is uh, sort of the native group of people who live in this area, and has beautiful white long hair and a embroidered headdress. She's been mostly humming this entire time, and you haven't really paid attention to it. But then, actually, roll like a, a learning. Or well, actually, since you heard it before from Vlada, you ah. sort of recognize it. It's similar tunes that Vlada's been singing, and Vlada has actually been looking at her this entire time. This woman turns towards you. You encountered Morozbo. Or Father Frost. As you would say in your language. But I like that you saw a lady. A lady that is rare and that says something about you. And you'll notice that a lot of people have sort of gathered around you to listen in a little bit on these stories. Vilma joins you as well. And... Everyone except Axel and Staff, who seems to be busy in the kitchen and doing their thing. Seems to be very much into these Basinesque stories.
1: Morosco. Interesting. They are common where you are from.
0: No? Mm. How shall I say this? Um mm-hmm. it's um not, um, uh, not, um, animals, they are, uh, or like, more of a kind, they're more like, a goddess, a goddess, god, spirit, the realm, this is their realm, you know, um, I've only encountered them once, and she starts singing again, in this language that you don't understand, but one of the, the brothers explained to you that in this song, they will tell you it, it contains a story. And, this, and he sort of translates as she's singing. And what, what she's singing is that in one of the neighboring villages, there was once a woman who had a daughter that she adored and a stepdaughter that she hated. And, th- and one day that woman told her husband to take the stepdaughter out into the winter fields and leave her there to die. Blinded by love, he obeyed. Morosko found her there. But she was polite and kind to him, so he gave her a chest full of beautiful things and fine garments. A few days later, the stepmother sent the girl's father to bring back her body so she could be buried. But then he found her alive by a tree, surrounded with precious gifts. And when the stepmother saw what the girl had brought back, She then told her husband to leave her own daughter into the... out into the wintry cold. But unlike her stepsister, this child was rude to Morosco, and so he froze her to death. Her mother bitterly regretted what she had done, and that she had not taught her daughter kindness. And that's when you notice that Axel has joined the room. Ah! You're, you're talking about Morozko, the the winter, the winter god. Yes, Esther, my sister, always used to say that. Human kindness is the one thing that one can't. Well, the one thing
2: that can ward off the cold. Is this Morozko more better this year than others? Mm. Oh no. I'm
0: Um, unrelated unrelated Morosko always here Mm. Morosko is winter when you're cold when you're close to death Morosko appears Ah. I believe
1: I understand Morosko is not the cause Morosko is simply to guide you
0: Bah. And you get to know this runo singer's name. Her name is Karin Karasheva and she's a votic runo singer uh, who travels around the world to si- or travels around this area to to sing and uh, keep keep local creation myths. She knows hundreds of stories about vast and powerful people and wizards. Sick. Um. <laughs> That's and awesome. then in the- and and then there's, um, and the last person... Actually, no, you've met everyone now. Vilma is there, the innkeeper's there. Yeah, those are the NPCs that are currently at the- at the, uh, in the- in the dining room. Okay. You've, you've met. So Vilma, and then you have the staff, which is- is I, Cook. I yeah, you don't need to know the okay. <laughs> you don't need to know every single person, but but there's plenty of like people in there that you could talk to and and uh and, the, and also.
2: Yeah. The Votic singer's name is sorry, just what what's her name? Karin Karacheva or Karaskeva. Karin
0: Karaskeva. Okay. Interesting. Well, I see that you have all been introduced to one of my favorite traditions at this inn is the story night. But the two of you must be exhausted, and tomorrow night, when you're still here, I would love to welcome you to share your stories, (laughs) should you have any. My name is Vanessa
1: Angel. Pleasure to meet you.
0: Sister, you are welcome to this inn, and though I may not be of the Catholic faith, know that anyone who walks with God is always welcome here.
1: (sighs) Thank you. I think Vanessa, like, takes a tea and, and goes up to the room to lay down. Now she has, like, a headache. You know when yeah. you thaw out, like, you just... Like, oh, everything's yeah. kind of throbbing,
0: and she needs to lie down. Very well. Um, breakfast is served at 8 a.m. tomorrow. I hope to is see this you Is this guy then.
1: American?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have been thinking about, like, what NPCs I was going to do. He's actually Swedish, but I'm, like, I'm so sick of doing the Swedish <laughs> accent. And, um, but so he's just... You know, he's trying. I, I, he's like a businessman. That's yeah. the description of him. So I just wanted to get like the Wall Streety '50s guy. <laughs> okay, amazing. I like it. No, I like it. Um, but yeah. So you go to. So you go to sleep. You got a lot of information out yeah. sooner than I thought. The two. Like I was like, okay, I guess we're just gonna jump right going into going in it. there. Uh, but, yeah, so so you when you talk a little bit more with with the brothers, you realize that they were also on their way to Constantinoli mm-hmm. uh, mansion. Um, and Vilma talks a lot more with them. They seem to hit it off a little bit. Uh, but she's also quite scarred from the accident, so yeah. she also goes to bed. And it's the next morning. You do realize, oh, is there any is there anything
2: else you want to do before you go to bed? I think Mary is going to get a lay of the land as far as where everybody else is staying that they met downstairs uh and she wants to sit up late a little bit at night and just sort of experience the energy of this place when it's quiet uh when she can like maybe sit down like reading a book or something in that uh, entryway in the inn after everybody else has kind of gone to sleep and just wants to observe any changes, uh, whether it gets extra cold once people and the way they're, you know, treating each other and being with each other are gone. Does it get colder and things like that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I sent the two of you two maps of the Mm -hmm. inn and also of, like, the surrounding area. Uh, so you can see at the ground floor, you're currently in the dining hall, which is this open space that I described before, and then to to the right, there's the kitchen, and then there's the staff room, storage, all that stuff. And then upstairs, there's the guest rooms to the left, and then to the right, there's Astrid... sorry. There's Axel's room, the, the innkeeper's room. And then his sister's room, Esther, who has only been mentioned... He only mentioned once so far and with a sadness to to it. So you don't really know what that was about. Um, but as you're sitting down there, um, yes, you do notice that it's getting a little bit colder. Seems, like the fire seems to start struggling. But yeah. that might also just be because the temperature is still... Uh, de- decreasing outside, and the, the the blizzard is not subsiding by by any means currently. Mm-hmm. But as you're sitting there, oops, taking anything in, you notice that cat again, um, and it's sort of like staring at you with a grumpy, grumpy mm-hmm. look, similar to one of your cats. Yeah, <laughs> you can really take that in based on personal yeah. experience with the brand. And as you make your way up later when you get tired, Suddenly, the cat is in front of you, and mm. you have to roll an agility oh! to make sure you don't stumble. Oh, off.
2: god. What a, what, a, what have I done? All right. <laughs> Zeke. Oh, yeah, baby. That is zero successes for an old lady oh. with a cane. Oh, yeah, you no. fall over and take a physical <laughs> physical condition. What is wrong with you, Ellie? Is, does anybody else have anything they want to do before bed? I'm now <laughs> battered and exhausted. Now see here, kitty.
0: The cat disappears, and it's like yeah. it was never there. So you're like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, next day, cool. Um, what I was gonna do while I was down there, if that's okay. Uh, yeah is... And
0: not break
2: your leg. Pre-breaking of any appendages. Uh, She was gonna go to the kitchen and get like a little bread and honey and then open the front door and just stand out there and lay it in the the snow and then close the door.
0: Interesting. Alright. So when you Hmm. wake up the next day, you notice that the it seems a little warmer. Although the, sw- the storm outside is is still raging. Not as violently as it did the night before, but still, you know, it's there's mm-hmm. no way for you to basically get out of there. But yeah, interesting. So, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky.
2: Anyway, next day, you have breakfast. Vanessa, do you think uh, – how are you doing, you know, condition-wise? What do you uh, – out of four hit points, how many do you <laughs> have?
1: <laughs> um, I only had the exhausted physical condition. Okay. Um, but that's – I'm recovered now, right, from a full night's rest? For physical.
0: To use medicine in a safe location to heal three conditions per success for someone else, including broken.
1: Oh, okay, so I would assume that Vlada or Mary would roll that as I was by the fire, as if, you know, they were, like, using... Because I was just exhausted, so I think giving me food and tea and warmth would, like, heal me.
2: Uh, Do you want to have Vlada roll that? Because I am not medically inclined at all. Yeah,
0: um... Blada, I'm gonna I'm gonna say since you guys rolled so well mm-hmm. in the manipulation and had like a good time, I'm I'm gonna say that you you heal all of your like you feel like maybe have one condition left, okay. two of you. Um, but I like only had w- one. Okay, so you're you're good then. And Did you I, have a mental uh, one as well from the force? No, or the freeze? No. no. Um, then you guys, I think maybe you, Mary, have one f- like you feel a little bit exhausted still from the last <laughs> breaking your hip bone. I don't okay. <laughs> uh, But, um... Okay, sounds good. So you were mostly
2: refreshed the next day. Do you want to... Ro- do, do you have medicine no. skill, uh,
1: Vanessa? Um... Do I have medicine skill? No. Oh, wait, yes. Cool. Let me roll for you. That'd be great. Oh, I'm Love actually... Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm not that bad, so let's see.
0: Mm. Oh, one success.
2: Hooray! So you
0: get you get three conditions back and we
2: don't even have to cheat (laughs) Um, I love that for us thank you for that massage my hip you knew that cat that little piece of shit tripped me on the stairs last night Mary it is just a cat I've never liked cats I have to say it there I've said it Dog's master race! 10 out of
1: 10! Perhaps you should keep your voice down for the cat. Perhaps this cat knows you do not like it.
2: He knows what he
0: did! (laughs) There's suddenly this coldness back in the end. Is Um, that true? Maybe. Oh no. I haven't decided. Um, Um. Ladies, did you have a good
1: night's sleep? Um, yes, thank you so much, Axel. This was of the utmost kindness to let us stay here from the storm. And thank you for the
0: warmth last night when I came in. Of course, of course. Uh, it's, uh, It's my pleasure, really. I, um... Frankly, I wish I wish I had gotten further with my with my plans for this. I wish I could have offered you more uh, more entertainment. Uh, you see, and he goes on a long tangent of all his plans and business ideas for this place. Um, how about you guys roll an observation uh, of uh, vigilance? Yeah. No successes. No. Su- oh wait, what's vigilance? Logic. One more. Nope. Yep. Nope. You don't notice anything, and he keeps going on and on about about wanting to build like uh, a game room, and not mm. a video <laughs> game room, but more for like cards and, and and like poker and, and that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, oh. And he wants to like tear down the old the old stables and build new ones. You see, I think I think we need new stables. We have had a lot of, a lot of traffic, but um, yeah, I've I've been distracted lately. It's been. Uh, We've had uh, some bad luck, um, some bad luck, really, um, and uh, yes, so I, I've been distracted. I haven't been able to, to, to focus properly on, on these things, but I wish, for, since we're hosting these amazing people, and he looks at Mary again, mm. uh, I uh, I wish I w- was able to to provide more of a, I guess, more of
2: an international standard. Oh well, it, it is quite cosy here. I must assure you that I do not find your accommodations the the least, uh, the least bit defective. Uh, and I must say that uh, I would love a bit of a tour. Now, uh, bad luck, you say? Tell me more. Oh, um, I um, roll manipulation. Mary Smythe.
0: You and give yourself a bonus. Yeah,
2: I have my my famous bonus, uh, which is plus two. All right, that is three successes. Ooh. Um, Well, you see,
0: I guess, well, you see, my my sister, she she passed away a couple of months ago, um, very suddenly, and if you ask me, she truly was the heart of this place. I uh, And she did not agree with my with my plans for it. She thought I was foolish, and she wanted to keep the traditions. And therefore, I felt... This is... Sorry, this weird. is Esther? Yes. Okay. He takes out a portrait of her that he has on... the uh, That was, has been been on top of the fireplace... Man, the mantelpiece? Mantelpie- mantelpiece? Is that was called? mantel. <laughs> yeah. Mantelpiece. And pictured, you see a very beautiful woman who looks exactly like Axel. She has... Blue eyes, blonde hair, wearing beautiful jewelry, youngish, 22, 23 years old. And but the thing is, that strikes you is her braids. She has very intricate braids in in a fashion that you've never really seen before. Um, and it doesn't strike you as any cultural tradition for this area either. So it, it strikes you as odd. She and I inherited this this place from from our parents, you see, and uh, well, I I've, I've been wanting to honor them by making it better, making it bigger. I don't believe you can be stuck in old times and old traditions. Whereas she, uh, well, she wanted to she wanted to keep it intact and uh, continue to please the spirits or whatever she referred to it. She kept putting porridge out and uh, did certain things that I don't really, I, I don't care to know what what nonsense that she was into, but
2: she's truly missed, though, and he, and you can see how he's starting to tear up. Yeah. Um, she, she reaches over and she takes his hand and she says, I know not by what force I was compelled last evening, but having heard the story from... Uh, uh, Missum Karaskeva, uh, Mi- Madam uh, yeah, Karaskeva, the Runo, the Runo singer, the yes. Runo singer. Oui. Her story of the the uh, kindness in in the midst of you know the cold oppressive force of winter, you know, it is. It seems to me that I- you say your sister's light is missed here, but perhaps her actions are as well but would it not be so difficult to honor some of those traditions and, and welcome newcomers as you did last night to enjoy the uh, fruits of your local traditions and, and cultures here to learn something perhaps but the way I see it
0: is that we need we need new patrons, new business, and... Where I would want to honor my sister and her memory, obviously, I, I just think we could just make it a little better. I could make a better, bigger stable. Because the current one, it's old and it's falling apart, especially with this, these harsh winters we've had. And But I, I hear what you're saying. I, I think you have a good point there, but... And he goes back into salesman yeah. and it's like... Mm. But I uh, I don't know I I just really love card games
2: if you if you ask me it's just something about it it's just exciting do you think uh, was your sister opposed to changing anything about the foundations of the inn or anything like that Oh yes but
0: she but she doesn't understand business she uh, and he smiles fondly at the memory of her she she had her invisible friends and you know with all these th- sort of things. You know, women. Oh, uh, my apologies, of course. But they have, their, they have their things going on.
1: Vanessa actually smiles knowingly um, when he mentions invisible friends. Uh, and she just, like, is smiling and, like, nodding, and she kind of takes him by the hand and, like, pats the top of his hand. Uh, and she says, Esther sounded like a very special person to you and to many grief is not easy and truly it never ends it will come in many forms for your entire life there will be happiness and there will be sadness and there will come change but a forced change to forget is never the right path i am happy to know you honor your sister and I will keep her in my own memories. She sounds very lovely. Well,
0: thank you. Um, um, I do believe um, we shall be having breakfast soon. Um, Coffee? Tea? Um, He gets a little uncomfortable being emotional in front of you. Um, Yeah. Uh,
2: Oh, Mary, Mary is sort of looking around for the cat and where the cat is while this conversation is happening. You can't see the cat currently. You'll have to excuse in any impudence on my part, but I, I'm quite interested in this hairstyle. I, I haven't seen anyone here exhibit uh, this this type of finery mm. before. Were these important to her?
0: So Esther, she often woke up with her hair arranged in these beautiful braids. I, I but I frankly I still don't understand how that happened. Um, I. Yes, it was a very strange, strange thing to all of us. I, I think she just forgot that she did it the night before. She claimed that she woke up like that, and uh, you know,
2: hashtag no filter. Exactly. We'll exactly. Like, this. like uh,
0: you know what? I never care to ask her about her secrets. I just know knew that that she had them, and his, his voice starts breaking again,
2: and you get the sense. Yeah, yeah. she says. Yeah, she she um, says. Well, I, I'll go put in a breakfast order with the with the kitchen, and um, as she does, she asks for um, basically tea for the two of them and toast and everything, and she asks for a saucer with a little bit of bacon on it. Um, so as they uh, as they have breakfast, she just sort of sets. Uh, she looks around for the cat, and even if she doesn't see it, she takes the saucer with the bacon on it, and <laughs> she places it, like, down beneath the table where a cat or some such creature could get to it.
0: Um, the cat does not seem to come back right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you you might think that it's because it's too busy and crowded, um, and yeah, eventually yeah. one of the waiters comes... To you and it's like um Miss Smythe I don't mean <laughs> don't feed our yeah, like cats. I don't mean to be impolite or rude but are you expecting someone else that is of a different height than um present company
2: <laughs> I you'll have to excuse me um uh your your cat is a bit of a is a bit of a shadow and i thought uh after last night when i tripped over him coming up the stairs <laughs> and nearly fell to my death uh, oh. <laughs> uh so funny uh but not really and so i thought i would just you know put out a bit of uh goodwill if you will Uh, for the cat uh, so that they might not be quite so uh, fastidious in their attentions to my ankles. I see. Um,
0: And she looks over to the cook, which is her mother, and you find out later that it's, mm -hmm. like, this whole family working there. Anyway, um, you don't need that backstory right now, but um, (laughs) she is like, "Um, my mother insisted that that I take the food from the floorboard, though, if that's okay. I, I'm, I can assure you we do feed our animals.
2: Um, oh, of course. I never meant, uh, it's, uh, you know, it, uh, how indelicate of me, please. Uh, and she like reaches down and picks up the saucer, like embarrassed, and hands it to her.
0: Thank you. Um, and uh, nervously, she goes back to her mother, Who's been looking at Mary Smythe like is she a
2: crazy lady? Yeah, um, and she she looks straight at Vanessa and goes, "Well, I really cocked that up." <laughs> yeah, they. I do <laughs> not see
1: the cat that you are referring to. You keep talking about the cat. Are you sure that you are not the one who hit your little head last night from the
2: carriage? Oh, Vanessa. No, uh, there. You have not seen this cat. Are you Are you serious? Only I have seen the cat. She throws her hands up. Spirits, she says, and just drinks from her tea. <laughs> but they have a cat. I mean, they said they recognize. <laughs> you just haven't seen the cat. It's not a spirit. Ugh.
0: Vlada um looks suddenly alarmed.
2: Ilya, the stagecoach. He went to get the horses, or did he? When? The... Did w- Did he not come in here with us yesterday? No, I don't. Mm. Wait, but and I
0: thought. The, and the more you think about it, he never he never came in with you. But he led us to the inn. He led us to your inn, but then when you entered, only Vilma was in there. And then all these people that you met.
2: But he was never in there. She wants to go to the back and check the stables to see if the horses made it. Um, so the the two of
0: you and, and Vlada, you walk to, towards the stables. It's outside, so you have to make another force check because it's fucking cold. Oof. Alright. Alright, one success. How about you, Vanessa?
1: Um... Mm, I think I think Vanessa stayed behind and is uh, just like surveying everybody here. She has like an uneasy feeling now that she knows that Iliad is gone, and she's kind of just like, "What is going okay. on here?"
0: Um, yeah. So Mary Smythe, you're you're walking to the stable, and you yeah you notice that everything seems to be fine in there. Uh, the the, 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 the all the horses are there, and uh, but one of them that got injured in the fall. You know that there's a band-aid around his foot? Oh yeah, very very nicely done like a stable a really really talented mm-hmm. stable master must have done this. and also that the tail is braided in a weird way that you that wasn't before. Yeah.
2: Huh. She uh, sort of clutches her her wrap around herself and is peering out into that yard as the wind is just whipping snow across it. And she says, what has happened to our friend? Spirits perforce you chance to pass this way. See at once to my dismay, I, I I prevail upon you, please. Where is Ilya? And I thank you for your pains. You know I was never as good as Will, but it's the best I could do under the circumstances.
0: You improvise that rhyme yeah. right now, Anne? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> no need to roll anything. Holy shit! Um, yeah. You <laughs> see so across the across the field or whatever you would mm-hmm. call like the the yard. Yeah. You see there's a frozen pond, and then there's a something lying there next to
2: it. She sort of swallows hard and then drives herself forward trudging through the snow to look at what is in the pond.
0: And it's Ilya, his lips blue from hypothermia. He seemed to have fallen or tripped on something and gashed his head. Uh, It makes no sense that he would get lost so close to the inn in this cold.
2: Why, why lead him astray so close to comfort? Oh, mercy, mercy upon us all. Vanessa, she calls out and uh, her voice is just ringing lost in the whipping wind.